0: Ruxo Media House.
1: Jeff Wilson started covering the Texas Rangers in 2008, though he'll never forget 2021. Out on his own, he decided it was time to do a podcast, but his wheels were spinning until a nerd came along. There's no going back now. Welcome to the Texas Rangers baseball podcast. Here's your host, Jeff Wilson, and the recliner nerd himself, John Moore.
2: Hey,
1: everybody, and welcome to the Rangers Today baseball podcast. This is episode number 48. Today, Tony Beasley, the new interim manager, is going to be joining us from Minnesota, where the Texas Rangers are taking on the Twins this weekend. I said interim manager because there were a lot of changes that happened out at the ballpark. And let's let's just say this. I'm going to do this in reverse order. First of all, Monday, Chris Woodward was fired, but we're going to go reverse of that. I want to start out by what happened Wednesday. Wednesday morning, after the firing of Woody on Monday, uh, John Daniels was informed that he was no longer with the club
2: yeah yeah he was fired uh there's no other way to say it i mean i I know that you know that's the thing that kind of bugs me these days uh dismissed yes you know relieved of his duties no they're fired all right i've been fired before it happened it's not fun no um he yeah so john daniels um you know it sounds it it just the way that the press conference unfolded with ray davis later in the day uh it sounds like it was a uh complete shock to everybody um it seems like it was done uh, without much forethought uh despite ray davis saying that he'd been thinking about it for a couple months or several weeks or whatever it was and that he knew monday as john daniels sat there and fired chris woodward that he was going to fire john daniels uh, it, it it's uh, like pe- people if you're a baseball fan uh you're outside the organization uh you probably don't don't care how it went down you're and some of you are probably happy uh and that's fine um men and, and you can make the argument that yes it was overdue um and it's 6 years yeah. of losing there's plenty of support sure. and 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 Ray Davis you know he's the majority owner and uh it's it's his it, toy it he gets it's, to do with what I'm Yeah about. exactly it's his little play toy so uh but anyway within the organization the way it was handled uh, has not gone over well um, there's not going to be a revolt or an uproar because everybody likes having a job. Sure. Uh, they're not going to confront the boss cause they've just seen him fire two guys who are pretty much beloved employees. So, um, but it, it was, it was just a weird aftermath to what is shocking news. When, when somebody who has been with the organization for 21 years and has been atop the organization for 17 gets fired, yeah. it's a, it's a big deal. It, a, it, 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 it really is. And it affects a lot of people. Um,
1: it rattles the whole building. Is sure, what it does. It does.
2: It does. And uh, and and then just how it went down. You know, like Chris Young, who was taking over for John Daniels, had no idea. Right. And wasn't given any heads up or saying, "Hey, you know, I'm thinking about doing this." You know, even even if it's just 24 hours. You know. Right. Don't tell a soul. Um. It, not having that kind of delay <laughs> delayed everything. You know, like right. like Chris. Uh, had to go into damage control because all the front office guys were hired by John Daniels or, you know, Chris hired, made a couple Uh, moves, moves, but, you know, these are all JD guys. Chris Young, Chris Young was said yesterday, John Daniels hired me, you know, and, and and so, um, he left a job in the MLB front office to come
1: take this job.
2: It it was a big deal uh, for, for everybody involved. And, um, so, you know, I, I, it just it just didn't feel right, and then you know I you know I'm not a part of the team. The Rangers don't pay my salary. Nope. But y- you, when you're around them, you can sense these things, and then some people will tell you some things. Well, and um, yeah. it was not handled well. Uh, that's that's the consensus. But he is gone. Chris, Chris Young is in charge. You know, we talked to him yesterday for I don't know almost 30 minutes. Um,
1: Where was he at? Was he in the press it was room? in it was the press room, but it, was it,
2: pr- it wasn't like on the the dais it was just uh uh you know like where woody sits or right. <laughs> sat and where beasley sits for the pregame stuff uh um, this
1: is a new word i've learned this week guys <laughs>
2: um so it was it was informal uh there weren't any cameras rolling uh it was an emotional deal i mean, I, I mean chris kind of got a little emotional at times sure and, um he he uh has talked to john daniel several times and uh, it said J.D.'s in very good spirits. Uh it sounds like sounds like Chris Young is gonna lean on John Daniels here for some advice at times. Uh you know, and and I don't think that there's gonna be like a major overhaul to the front office. I think I don't I think, think there's time to do that. I well, think that's I, I mean not right now. No. Yeah. Um you know, some some guys may get hired elsewhere, some guys might feel like they need to go get hired somewhere else. Sure. They may not feel uh a lot of job security for some reason, or maybe they have been su- have been soured <laughs> by ha- what what's happened here in the last the last week. But um, there there'll be some changes, I think, and that's okay. And, and there might be some changes to the big league, obviously to the big league staff because they got to hire a manager, right? Whoever they hire probably has guys he wants to bring in, sure. Uh, so there could be some changes there. Um, but uh, I, I think one thing that I've tried to pin, I tried to pin Chris Young down on. Uh, I think Tony Beasley is gonna stay with the the organization in some capacity no matter what no yeah. matter what happens uh, whether he is named the manager or whether they hire from the outside right uh, but anyway so that's that was uh, that was Wednesday and yesterday right that was the 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 and it was you know it is, Wednesday the bi- it, is, it, it, is it is the bigger news right. of, so, of the two that's the bigger news
1: right and Wednesday it happened but but today's Friday by the way guys uh, yeah. th- that we're doing this uh, Wednesday it happened. Chris didn't even talk to anybody Wednesday. He came and talked to everybody <laughs> right. there. He needed a day to like you said, damage control. Yeah.
2: yeah. He was he was rallying the troops, you and know, getting, and getting and, everyone and, together. But he had to rally himself. I mean, it it was just a it was a tough deal it sounds like.
1: And my in my feelings on this, look, John Daniels did our very first show. John Daniels did our very first in studio show. Yeah he did not have to do that. Uh, Chris Young has said he's going to come on. He's been yeah. on with us once. He's going to come on here. I personally have an affection for John for doing that. He's Since he's met me, he's always said hello, gone out of his way. Yeah. But look, in reality, you can see why decisions are made. It's obvious um, he hadn't won in six years. I get that. I think John could see that some of that might be there. Yeah. He's even addressed it a little bit when, when before this came down, where he said, yeah, that's you know that got to be addressed. Uh, I share the blame. I'm the guy that's in charge and all of that. It was very shocking, though, the way it happened. Yeah. And I've said this over and over. As much as we can be shocked, we're disappointed in how it happened. Um, it's okay. I understand why the move could be made. You, uh, Chris Young... I love that he did turn around and say, "Look, you—it's your baby. You've got it now." Mm. Um, so there wasn't a huge shakeup. You're taking over, so Chris can get over the shock. But now he goes. I mean, yeah. there's not like we got to go out and find a new president of baseball
2: operations. Well, it's interesting that they're not hiring. You know, when Chris Young came on board, the storyline was this has become a two-man job. Sure. Well, now it's back to being a one-man job. Um, so an assistant GM,
1: maybe in the future though, yeah, where they get you, something. Yeah.
2: You know, you could see, I think you could see him hiring somebody, a confidant or just somebody with a little more experience just to help, help guide him. Uh, you know, he, he can lean on people outside the organization like, sure. like John Daniels. Right. Uh, but I wouldn't think that I would think that there's going to be a hire there. Yeah. Um, but anyway, yeah. So that's, uh, that's been, uh, the last two days.
1: Yeah. That's been, that's been crazy. And, and obviously, and, and, I don't know how you feel. I feel uh, there are going to be some teams that are going to be calling John Daniels.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's uh, been a successful executive. He has built uh, winners. Um, you know, he he's... When, when, this team's when, when, on the, the right track. Whether the, you know, if, if this team is a winner in the next couple, three years, um, or next year, as they say, uh, John Daniels' fingerprints are all over the absolutely. team. Absolutely. It know? is. And, yes. And... Um, the trade, you know, the trades that are going to, that have gone down that in theory are going to help this team win. He's, he's pulled them off. And, yep. and you know, Chris Young has been there too the last couple of years. Sure. But, uh, John Daniels is the one who put them on this track right? and ownership embraced it, uh, which makes it seem a little weird that, that, uh, the plan that they're going forward with, they don't want the guy who was leading the plan there anymore. But, um, yeah, I think John Daniels is, He's he's younger than me. I mean right. I'm 47, he's 43, 44, I can't remember, but he's a he's a young he's young. He's got a lot of years ahead of him. His kids are a little bit older now. I don't know if he wants to uproot the family or not. Sure. But, you know, there there's a team out there. Yeah. And uh and he won't be an assistant who's, GM. Who's going to need his his skills? Yeah, and, I've and, heard.
1: Oh, he'll go out and work with Preller, or he'll join Thad. I'm like, he's he won't. I don't think he'll be an assistant GM.
2: Well, and Thad's in the same situation as Chris Young. I mean, there's somebody above Thad, right? Uh, you know, I, I, you know, AJ I think got extended last year, I, or a couple of years ago, but he's got a lot of pressure on him. With <laughs> he does right Juan now. Juan Soto and Manny Machado and <laughs> Fernando Tatis going testing positive for steroids and you <laughs> Darvish and yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, anyway. Um, yeah. And, and, you know, and in full transparency, you know, John Daniels, I met him in, initially right before the winter meetings in, in 2007, when I got the, the Rangers beat, I wanted to meet him before I showed up in their hotel suite in Nashville at the winter meetings. Sure. Um, you know, he, he uh, and I worked together on the do it for dirt foundation. Yeah. Uh, which he'll still, help he'll, with that, I'm he'll sure. still remain heavily involved in that, sure. but uh, you know, the, the thing is, you know, and, and, you know, people know this, you know, and, and we're friendly, there's no doubt about it, but that guy never gave me anything, you know, and, and there was, there was definitely a, <laughs> Y'all were friends, there was definitely did... a professional line. He did not cross. And, he, uh, y- he was not you know, a source to you. I mean, I would, I wouldn't run it by him, but you know, there would nothing, nothing would happen. And so, uh, you know, it's, it's, uh, it'll be, you know, maybe now he'll spill his guts a little bit, who knows, but, uh, anyway, um, it, it, it's, it's, it's hard to, it's hard to see him go. It's, it's been different at the ballpark the last couple of days, but sure. uh, you know, it's been different all week for everybody.
1: For me, especially. I mean, I sure. thought for sure you were going to get me out of We're going to oh, have yeah. that little private meeting. Yeah, well, you yeah. know, you were going to get rid of me. I mean, everyone was getting canned this week. I didn't know. Was. <laughs> okay. So we got to go back into Woody. And the reason I saved Woody for a second is because after we talk about the Woody firing, why he was fired, we're going to go down some names of possible replacements mm. that are being mentioned. Your thoughts on them? You've probably interacted with some of them, but let's go first to Monday. Uh, that was a little, little bit shocking. Also, I think, I think we had finally, you and I have, def- look, we've said all along, you and I have defended all along in the fact that we don't know whether Chris Woodward was a great manager, right? Because Chris Woodward has not had a playoff caliber team.
2: Yeah, I mean the rosters he's been handed are crap.
1: Exactly. You know, I
2: mean you know, this this roster is better, but last year's team. Good lord, and uh, so he, ne- you know, he never had to, he never really had to make moves, and you know, this year he started making moves. You know, he used the heck out of his bench, right? You know, and and uh, you know, the bullpen is is is, is not the good. Hard, it, yeah, it's the hardest part of, of of a manager's job is managing the bullpen, and uh, this bullpen is is filled with young guys. Uh, you know, they've they struck they struck uh, had a good hit on on Matt Moore. Right, um, but otherwise it's been uh, it's been a tough yeah. tough go with with those arms. I mean, it right. g- got to the point where they were using um, Brett Martin as closer. Yeah, and you know we love Brett. Brett's a good guy, but he's he, you know, he's not a closer. No, and he's so not. Uh, anyway, it's it's been a rough uh, a rough year with the bullpen. Anyway, what ultimately got Chris Woodward is that uh, they they thought that some of the some of the fundamentals had gotten away from the team. Uh, they wanted to address those, get everything lined up. And, you know, you, you can look at stats. And, and uh, Evan Grant brought up that the, the pitchers are among the worst in, in defensive runs save just fielding. So sure. they've done more uh, uh, pitchers fielding practice lately. It sounds like there's going to be some, some, like, just fundamental stuff, fundamental work that you take care of in spring training that they're going to revisit here uh, the rest of the way. They want to get the young guys, uh, Duran, Smith, Josh Young eventually yes, uh, headed the right direction and, and on the same program. And so that's why I kind of think that um, there's like, I, I don't know that there'll be a big shakeup on the, on the coaching staff. I know they have to hire a new manager, but um, if they're building, want to build momentum now, you build it with this set of coaches and everybody's on the same page and then you yoink, yeah. pull those coaches out from under them. It seems like it's uh you're just wasting your time right now.
1: Okay, so we so when you go from there, so there there are a lot of names being bannered about for doing this. And look, when the we already knew because guys. Five ninety nine a month, sixty dollars for the year, thirty five dollars for half a year. I'm telling you right, thirty five dollars right now is gonna get you through an off season that is going to be busy. Yeah, dot Rangers com. Rangerstoday.com. rangerstoday.com. It is gonna be busy. We're still gonna record every week and we're gonna have stuff to talk about.
2: Oh yeah, it's it's October is gonna be a disaster.
1: It's gonna uh, uh, You thought you were gonna have a little time off and you're not I'm supposed to get away for a hunting weekend and I'm like, oh, what are we gonna do here? Yeah. This thing no, is going this is gonna be going crazy. To
2: be pulling your hair out, what's left of it, John, and then <laughs> Okay, and, that's uh, a shot. It's 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 maddening. A manager search is, is maddening. It's, it's I remember it's no, when it's I, no fun. I,
1: I will tell you this: when I first started covering the team, I didn't even have a credential yet. I was just blogging. Was when they were doing the Chris Woodward yeah. hiring every day, and they only wanted me to put out something once a week. Every day I was writing about different things. I didn't write that much in high school, you know? (laughs) know, And I was like, what in the world? He's edited my stuff. You know how bad that was (laughs) for me. (laughs) So, but anyway, let's get into the name. First of all, if we're going to go into the names that have been mentioned and bannered about, we're going to start out with guys that have already been there. Guys that have been managers. Okay. The number one guy that's going to jump to everyone's top of the list is number one on our list. He was the manager here when they went to the World (laughs) Series. Ron Washington. You would love Wash to come back.
2: Yeah, that would be nuts. I mean, I, you know, he's he's uh, seventy years old now. He turned seventy-one in, in April. Uh, he is uh, still as energetic and and uh, as ever, you know. Right. And he, he teaches those Braves infielders, um, does the does the drills. Uh, you know, he, he worked with Pete Alonso, the Mets first baseman, at uh, at the All Star game, yep. and it was a big deal. And you know, there the, it was the Braves coaching staff and, right. and a lot of Braves players, and they were just giving him all kinds of uh, praise, business for working with our you know the first baseman of the rival team. <laughs> but that's who Wash is. Yeah, I mean Wash, you know Wash, uh, Wash would work with my son if he saw my son, he'd pull him aside and start hitting him grounders. I mean yeah. that's just that's just Wash. But um, he's a teacher. He yeah. is a teacher. Yeah. And and he okay, so he he has energy. You know he will he will make sure that the defense is right he uh does what the game asks right you know if the game asks for a bunt ron washington's gonna have you bunt all yeah. right um and and so it, it would be now he has learned more about analytics with the braves right but you know he always said the gut he's still got the gut uh you know i think it's a long shot honestly i mean i would it would, it would be huge it, the fans would love it yeah uh, it would get some – I really think it would get some, some butts in the seats, frankly, even though all he does is stand there. I think that, that people would come to watch a Ron Washington-led team. Um, they would play a fun brand of baseball. And so I just I just think it's a long shot just because yeah. the history, the, the way he left, his age, kind of maybe people think baseball has moved on from him. I don't know that he has any ties with like Chris Young. So right. I think that um, – Well, that yeah. – that would be a, a little bit of a, a, a disappointment yeah, and, and or, or a, surprise. a surprise.
1: I would love it, oh, but yeah. I don't think it's going to happen. I would love to cover him. I, I never did. Yeah. And, and, and you all, everybody loves how Wash would talk to the media and do that. I think I've always said I never thought he would come back because of the connection, the way he left. But that guy that was in charge when he did that is now no longer here as of Wednesday. I don't know what Chris Young is thinking. Um, I guess there's, in my mind, there's a little more of a chance, but I still don't think he's the guy. But but I would love to see it because y'all would love to see it, and if y'all yeah. love to see it, I want to see what y'all love to see because I've enjoyed following y'all's lead. After that, another name bannered about is Joe Madden. Joe Madden still wants to manage. He was let go by the Angels. He was with the he, he did well with the Cubs, won a World Series. Did well with Tampa Bay and those teams that he got to the World sure. Series. Um, what do you think of Joe Madden?
2: I don't I don't want Joe Madden to be the manager. I think uh, this would be his uh, it would be his fourth team. Right. Um, I don't. I don't know. Uh, you know. Obviously, he came from Tampa Bay, where they they are uh, married to analytics, and he had to do a lot of things with a smaller budget. And you know, they had a great farm system, right? Uh, so so he could he could help nurture along young talent. Uh, but look, he was just with the Angels. Uh, they had the the two best players in the world. Yep. I, know, I know Mike Trout's been injured, but uh, and and you yeah, know the Angels are are kind of are. Dysfunctional. I mean, you know, with with, with ownership's involvement there, um, but it, it just seemed like there wasn't a lot of oomph there, um, and and you know, maybe he gets an interview, maybe he doesn't. But I I and and frankly, I, I think I think I'm gonna go ahead and guess what's on the rest of your list of guys who've been there: Joe Girardi, Mike Sosha. Um, I don't I don't know that they're 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 right right for this team.
1: I didn't even put Girardi on there. Okay. I do have Sosha on there, so we'll skip. Well, let's go to my next one first, Bruce Bochi.
2: Yeah, you know, uh, tie, I, you know, I'm.
1: He's got a great, tie with great Chris manager,
2: Young. ties with, with with Chris Young. First um, year
1: in San Diego, he was the manager.
2: You know, uh, th- I, what would what would it take to pull him back?
1: He's got some bad knees, I understand. Yeah, I mean,
2: but but like, you know, he, I, I it, think it would he, be he, he wants to get back in the game. Yeah, maybe he's, maybe he's, sitting he's, around it and he's he, I shoot, I think he lives on a winery or has a winery or something like that. He, I mean, I think he's settled into retirement pretty, pretty nicely. Unless he's driving Um, his
1: wife crazy and she's like, you need to go get a job. I I
2: would, I would think that it would take a big pile of money. And then, you know, he, he's been out of the game a while, a while in this, in not that many years, but you know, has, has anything passed him by? Would there be anything philosophically that that wouldn't be a match. And, Look
1: what's happening in Chicago with the White Sox.
2: And yeah, and so you know you've got, you've got some, great name, won ton of games, but is he is he, won three worlds three World Series, right. I mean, uh, including the first against the Rangers, right? But is he the guy? Is he the guy at his age and and you know is is the oomph still there because he has been in retirement for a while?
1: What about Socha?
2: You know I I don't know about that one either. He's he's, he's been a – He's a different manager, you yeah. know. He's he's still uh, is. I would say he's more of a hard hard ass than. Yes. Than he's he's not necessarily a player's manager. I he's think a players, catcher
1: coming up. Players have,
2: a... have fallen in love with that. He's hard on his catchers, um, you know. And and the way catching's changed with yep. the, the one knee approach and 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 you know if they go to automated balls and strikes, the catcher just has to sit back there and catch the ball. Uh, but anyway, he he won won a World Series. The, the Angels had some really good teams there uh, before the Rangers kind of took, took over the division and around the turn of the last decade.
1: Yeah, who knows? I don't know.
2: I don't know. And, and again, I think it would take a lot. And and each of these guys, each of these guys are going to want to have their own staff. Sure, yeah. And I don't know that that, there's one, that will philosophically match with what the Rangers want to do. There's
1: one guy that's been a manager that, I, that may not want to get all his own new staff, He's kind of an outlier. I don't know, but he's been tied to this organization before, and that's Jace Tingler, who's now a bench coach. Yeah, but he yeah. was a manager with the Padres. He was let go pretty quickly there. Uh, I think Preller was feeling some heat, brought him over, and let him go pretty quick. And they made a good hire when, when they brought in Melvin. But Jace Tingler is well-regarded here, I think. He is. Uh, so he is. That's, that's the one guy. He's, he's not a seasoned manager, but he was a manager.
2: Well, and it'd be interesting to see what he learned Sure. from his uh, managerial stint. Uh, you know, I, I think, I think uh, his message maybe started falling on some deaf ears uh, in in San Diego. And that happens to, to a lot of managers, but sure. um, he's, he's, he is a worker. There's yeah. no doubt about it. Uh, he understands player development. Uh, Cause he, he, he has a background in that with the Rangers. He was the yeah. farm director at one point. So I think that, uh, I think that's a, that's a name to consider, honestly. And, um, he he does have a lot of ties yeah. to 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 this organization and um, knows the area, would be familiar with the players, you know, right. especially the the young players. So uh, it might it it might not be like a a huge overhaul. And and honestly, his guys are probably on the staff.
1: Right. Okay. So now let's go to the guys that have never been a manager before. There are some names that that that, that, that one name that was actually out there uh, last time. Uh, that the Rangers were looking for him was he's still with Houston he's the bench coach Joe Espada
2: yeah you know a
1: bit surprising he's not got a gig and that's surprising
2: yeah and I wonder if that's telling you know I, I don't yeah. he, he's made it to the second round in in, in a couple of cases I think the Rangers gave him a couple of interviews last time um I don't know Yeah, you know, look it's it's hard to argue you can say what you want to say about the Astros and the sign ceiling and all that stuff this is a they, they've they've sustained their success after all of that. Yep. Uh, you know, this is a, this is a, a good team. I mean, there, there's just no way you, you may, you may you can love or hate it, but they're good. They're it's like, good. It's like and, um, the Yankees. You know, he's, he's been a bench coach for a while. He's, he's had a chance to learn from, from some good guys. Um, and, and so, yeah, I mean, that, that one would make a lot of, make a lot of sense. And, and, Obviously, that he's seen a plenty of the Rangers. He know he probably knows what's coming. Right. Um, maybe he likes it. Maybe he doesn't. But yeah, it, it it the one the one the one question you would ask is why hasn't he been selected? That, as that's the,
1: the weird one that yeah. I haven't heard. Now here's another name coming out. This name came out. I don't know him well. Matt Qu- Quattrera.
2: Yeah. He's yeah. The,
1: with the. Uh, Who's he with? He's the bench coach for I believe Minnesota. No, that's where Tingler is.
2: T- Tingler's in Minnesota. In Minnesota. Yeah.
1: Um, Mets, you know, Mets, he's with the Mets.
2: Um, if you look kind of at the Rangers history of hiring their last managers, they haven't had managerial experience. So I think mean, guys, guys in that position, um, ha- have as good a shot as anybody, right. um, you know, and, and are you know, is a guy like this, uh, just the flavor of the month, you know, yeah. you got know, it, you got to get in, you got to, you got to know him.
1: Um, why are the, are the Mets that good because of him or Buck, you know, sure. So, I and mean, they have a huge
2: payroll. I mean, and they
1: have, a, and they have a, an, an owner that that takes thousand dollar bills to wipe his nose. I mean, this guy's <laughs> richer than all of them, I think out there. Okay. So another name that just kind of hit the radar real quick was Venable and he's the bench yeah. coach and he's got, he's in tie- Boston.
2: Uh, he has tied, he played for the Rangers in right? 2015. Um, he has ties to Chris Young. Right. He was his teammate in San Diego from '08 to '10. Um, he's a
1: bench coach now. For... Bench
2: coach. Yeah. He's he's bounced around from a couple organizations. Um, I I I think that he is a, would be a serious candidate. I, I really do. And um, again, he he would be a first time manager, so he would probably not want to do a lot with the coaching staff. He'd probably want all hands on deck. But right uh, there is a, there is a definite tie there with Chris Young. Uh, you know they were at different stages of their careers, but um, yeah, I, that I think that's a I think that's a real name to keep an eye on.
1: Okay, and I've got a name I've thrown out there who is not probably going to even get an interview, but he got an interview the last time. I've just done it because I have a personal tie with. I've watched the guy. He is the first base coach for the St. Louis Cardinals. His name is Stubby Clapp. Yeah. Um, uh, he got an interview in 2018. Uh, he was two time PCL Manager of the Year. He led him to two PCL championships with the Memphis Redbirds. I personally saw Stubby Clamp. The reason I'm clinging to this, I don't know that he has no ties with. with John Daniels did the hiring last time. Now we got Chris Young uh, that's doing it. If somehow he got an interview, you heard it here first. That's the only thing I do it for. Stubby is a guy that that. Uh, I, here's what I always remember about him. This is what I laugh at. So I was traveling with an old job back then. I was in Memphis and the Oklahoma City Redhawks were the Triple A team for the Rangers. In this okay. is about. 99, 2000, 2001. I can't remember exactly what year it was. So I'm in town. Oklahoma's in town. I'm thinking, I'm going to go watch a Triple A baseball game, go to the game. Stubby Clap, far and away, the most popular guy there. I mean, (laughs) kids are clamoring to get this guy's autograph. He's the shortstop that runs out and does the backflip. And they had a guy on that team named Albert Pujols, oh. and he was nobody. Stubby <laughs> Clapp was the guy. So when his name came up for interview in 2018, yeah. I was like, Stubby Clapp, oh, my yeah. God. So yeah. I followed. So if Stubby Clapp, for any reason, gets an interview, you heard it on Rangers Today Baseball podcast. I doubt it very seriously. I don't think his name gets thrown around, and he's not. I, I would feel better if he was a bench coach right now. He's still yeah. just a first-base coach. Yeah, but he has managerial experience. He has managerial experience. Experience and experience
2: player development and he went he went to Texas Tech. Yes. And so he's got I don't know.
1: Texas ties there. I he, guess. He's yeah. a Canadian. <laughs> yeah, that's right. He is a Canadian. So, you know, there, there's that. Okay. Last but not least, you got to talk to the guy that's in charge right now, Tony Beast. Yeah. Um if this team, I think this team would have to to literally win 30 games or something, you know, 20 to 30 games and just take off and just head get close to a wild card. Um because I still think Young wants to go through the whole process, but it would be hard to fire Tony Beasley if this team finished near the wild card or a game out or two, well, but that yeah. would take a run. I mean, yeah. And that's a long shot.
2: Yeah. Um, look, uh, when, when Ron Washington stepped aside in 2014, Tim Bogar, who was the bench coach became the interim manager. And I think the Rangers went 14 and nine or 14 and 10. It was, re- it was a really good finish. And so everybody thought, wow, well, well, that's, this is very clear. It's very clear that, that, Tim Bogart needs to be the guy, and they went and hired Jeff Banister. Right, um, and you know they won two division titles right away, so sure. it's hard to hard to argue that right away. It didn't it didn't sustain. Um, so I don't I don't know how much the uh, wins and losses will matter. They've already actually said that wins and losses don't matter. They want to see things moving the right direction, sure. and so this kind of goes back to my earlier point. Why would you get things moving in the right direction? Then hire a guy who's going to gut everything and put it on a different track. Sure. And so I think that's the strongest case that that Tony Tony Anderson. Beasley or Bobby Wilson I think uh, is is a, a candidate. Like, you you see a lot of uh, what about Eckert Donnie? Well, you know he is the bench coach, but he's also so tied into the offense. Right. And I don't it it's it's interesting. Uh, he's he's a young guy, no managerial experience. Uh, I I wonder you know if if that's um I wonder if he's ready. I wonder if they think the offense is ready. the offense is, has done very well uh with with uh, they're like fifth in the American League in runs you know right. uh, it doesn't show up every night but um I, you know, if you're the bench coach, I think you have to at least he think gets you're an a interview. Yeah. yeah but I you know Bobby Wilson, if you look at all the all the former big league young big league catchers or, or sorry, young managers who are former big league catchers, uh, he's got that going for him. Sure. Uh, But, um, I don't, I don't know. I I just think that, that this, I think that this situation, just based on what we've heard in the last, uh, 72, 96 hours is that this seems like it would be a prime opportunity to keep somebody on the current staff. Yeah. Um, but I can be wrong. And, 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 you know, I, I, I have found one thing that, that, I get I get a little stubborn on my my opinions, and uh, I need to be more open to the possibility that things happen. <laughs> but I, I I do think um, you know I had one player say that that this team needs a, a manager who's had big league experience. Um, I don't know that not going to mention that player. but No, I don't know that they'll voice if if that opinion is shared. Uh, and and we'll get to Chris Young. But um, I also think that these guys love Tony Beasley. And um, so we'll see what happens. Um, speaking of Tony
1: Beasley. He's about to come on. That's right. So let's get out of here right now. We'll get Tony in. I, I, it's great for him to join us. Yeah. Uh, so we'll get to Tony. We're going to go down in the bus leagues in a little bit. But uh, we got that out of the way. If you had to make a choice, if you had a prediction now, would you predict the name yet?
2: Yeah, I'd predict Tony Beasley. I, mean, the... I, I just, he's he's got the job, right? Possession is nine-tenths of the law. Okay. That's and and, and he, has, he, has, he also has ties to Chris
1: Young. Sure. That go back decades. Sure. So, um, well, you know what? And it says a lot too. Let's be honest. The moment that I heard Woody was fired, I'm not going to lie. Until they said Beasley, I thought Eckert would just move over to the seat. And then they did Beasley. And I went, okay, well, they just jumped over Eckert right away. And I get that. But, but I, you know, they they went to the guy that they wanted to see run it.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And uh, while while we're doing this, and this came up also, um, I think we've all kind of thought it. You know, Ron Washington was a third-base coach, former infielder, tons of energy. Tony Beasley, third-base coach, former infielder, tons of energy. It's worked in the past.
1: This is like the Kennedy-Lincoln thing. Never they been a the manager. They're both balding, you know, so uh, <laughs> so maybe. Both put a smile on your face you yeah, and do that. Yeah, absolutely. You watched. He's about to jump on here, and you guys are going to love this. This guy yeah. comes up and hugs us every time he sees us. This is a great guy. I'm pulling for Bees. I love Bees. Yeah, sure. Yeah. All right, let's get to Tony right after this, guys. We're going to get to Tony Beasley. Come tonight. Two, 2 And got him looking. Stevenson watches strike three, and Tony Beasley gets his first win as a major league manager. <laughs> All right, and joining us right now from Minnesota, where the Rangers are about to take on the Minnesota Twins for the weekend, it's Texas Rangers interim manager Tony Beasley. Tony, thanks so much for stopping down and talking to us. How are you, bud? I'm
0: doing great this morning. Thanks for having me on.
2: Does the does does your new title sound weird still?
0: Uh yeah, it kind of. I've, I've got to get used to you know people calling me that. Uh, you know, I've been a third base coach for 12 years uh, at this level. And, uh, <laughs> I'm just used to being referred to as that. So, but to hear interim manager or a manager, period, you know, I got to get used to that.
2: Yeah. Uh, all right. So ye- yesterday we, we, we talked to you for a while. Uh, you said you felt normal, felt like a good day, and then it, w- it was a good day on the field. So how do you think things are now going forward? Is it is it business as usual?
0: Yeah, that's, that's, that's how I felt yesterday. I mean, the first three days of the whirlwind of events and uh, – just a lot you know and uh, I think for all parties involved uh you know everyone was kind of dazed and somewhat confused and, and you know just trying to sort things out and, and kind of get through those days and uh so yesterday it was the first day that I really felt like myself again I, like I said yesterday I could smile again and, yeah. and feel like my smile was real and authentic and uh, that's what my players need they need me to be me and uh you know that's what they loved about me, and that's what they've embraced about me. Uh, and so, you know, I've got to continue to be true to who I am. And uh, yesterday, I felt like that's who I was. I was able to feel – I feel like I could contribute to the energy and and to the purpose of the day. And uh, so, it was a good day yesterday. We started by celebrating mm-hmm. Martin Perez's 10 years, and you know, we did that as a team. And uh, so, we started on a high, and we finished on a high.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, ten years is a huge deal for those who, who don't understand Absolutely. it. And you, you guys have had a couple guys hit it this year, but um, yeah, and, and and you know, you you and Martin, you you've known him the longest, and anybody on the coaching staff, maybe maybe Doug Mathis, but uh, it seems like you guys have a pretty good bond.
0: Yeah, we do. Uh, you know, I was Martin was here when I came in '15, and so you know that team and, and that camaraderie that was in that whole clubhouse was it was special. And, and, you know, the events that happened in my life as well, that kind of bonded us even closer and, uh, you know, dealing with the cancer treatments and all of that. So it was, just, it's just a whole different type of relationship. And so, you know, we are bonded, you know, we were family and, uh, it, it goes beyond even the game. So, you know, it's, it's awesome to be able to be his leader and, uh, and just motivate him and, and watch him continue to play and have a great season. And, uh, but yeah, we do have a good relationship, so it's it's fun to be be a part of what he's doing this year.
2: You know, I, one one thing that I did notice—I uh, don't know—it was maybe it was Tuesday. Uh, you're you're still throwing BP, you know, I, and you know, now, now look, Wash was Ron Washington was my first manager, and he threw BP every day, and and Woody got out there and was hitting grounders and wasn't just you know walking around. I think it's important that players see their manager work. Do you uh, do you share that?
0: Yeah, I mean, and, and personally, that's just that's how I'm wired. I mean, I, it's, I, I'm, I have a hard time just watching. Yeah, and, uh, to be to be one hundred percent honest with you, even the transition of, of leaving third base and just kind of being in the dugout, you know, as a manager during the game, you kind of watching, and uh, you know, you may talking to guys as they come through the bat, bat, and in between hitting, innings, trying to. Mingle, uh, you know, before the inning starts. But you know, when I'm out at third base, I'm I'm really, really, really engaged in what's happening, and I've got to make a lot of decisions based on probably the outcome of the game. So it's it's, it's different because I'm used to being just really, really, really active and yeah. moving around. So. BP was one thing that, you know, I, I'm, so I'm not giving it up. The first day I couldn't get out there, and, and I did catch a lot of flack about it, too. And they were like, oh, you changed, Cole Calhoun. So it was all good. And then I told him, I said, well, okay, the next day I, I'm, I'm going to be out there. I'm not going to stop throwing BP. And so, you know, I, I still do that. I'm still going to be out there uh, with J.J. helping with the outfielders. And, and obviously if we have a team, you know, uh, uh, fundamental or something going on, I, I want to be involved. So that's I, I agree. I think it's important, you know, if if we want things to happen, then, then we, we've got to be present and make sure that it's important to us, because if it's important to me, then it's, it'll be important to the players.
2: So how's your arm feel? Because, look, you, you spent a lot of time in the minor leagues where there <laughs> there aren't as many, aren't as many uh, coaches and you don't have 12 coaches in the dugout like you do now, it seems like. But you've had to throw a lot of BP in your lifetime so how how's your arm feeling man it's,
0: it's, you know it's weird because my arm my arm hurts or hurts or it will get out of whack if I don't throw okay I, I don't know I guess you know I've been throwing for so long you know I don't think I can, you know really like if I had to make a long throw that that mattered or what have you yeah i don't have, I don't have that anymore but I think my arm is grew it's been groomed to, to throw batting practice and uh I can do that every day. I, I really don't feel any pain or nothing. I, I, arm doesn't bother me at all. But if I don't throw a day, the next day is weird. So
2: I don't know. Got to keep those muscles going. All right.
1: I can believe that. i have thrown Little League batting practice, and, man, that's a lot of pitches right there.
2: Hey, okay, so not to revisit Monday, but we're going to revisit Monday. When you got the news, what what was your – like when you were in there with John Daniels and Chris Young, did it, I mean, did it like take your breath away? Or were you like out of body experience? What was that like?
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: I guess I, I was kind of just, in yeah, some kind of trance, I guess. I mean, I was, I was hearing what they were saying, but at the same time it was, I don't know if it was getting through. Or like it was kind of just <laughs> bouncing off me in a, little, a little bit uh, because, you know, first of all, you know, for what I felt, you know, as far as Woody's concerned, you know, the relationship that we've built over the last few years, you know, it's, it's genuine. So, mm-hmm. you know, I, I felt for him, number one, and then it's hard to be, you know, I'm sad. And they, they tell me to, to take over. So it's, you know, it's not like, i want to start doing backflips, you know, it's, it's right. just not that kind of a moment. And then, you know, addressing all the issues that we felt like, you know, we wanted to address uh, as far as the team is concerned and, and things we wanted to see possibly uh, adjusted uh, for the remainder of the season. So it was all a lot. And, uh, I mean, I'm up for it. Uh, I was It's a challenge, but it's, it's fun as well to, to have the opportunity to, to take on uh, the ball club and, and, and try to get us uh, to finish playing on a good note and, and having fun. So all of that, it just didn't resonate, you know, yeah. immediately. But it just, it just sent me into a... A state of, of of brainstorming and trying to figure out uh, what would be the the next thing to do, uh, and what would be the best thing to do, what what should I do first, and all of that. So, because ultimately, my mind just went to okay, get it done. I mean, I, I kind of mm-hmm. always get to that. <laughs> uh oh, hold up. Wait, uh,
2: right
0: in my mind, okay, let's beat it that's it. And so, and so I, it was kind of the same kind of
2: scenario. It was somewhat. There he is. Okay. All right.
0: Yeah. We had
1: a little, we had a little hiccup there, but you're good. We, we got the gist of that. I think Keep the
2: going. hiccups are on our side probably. probably. Uh, so, um, you went obviously, I'm sure you had that meeting, you probably talked to the coaches, you guys talked to the players, then you got to talk to the media when you revealed that you hadn't even talked to your wife yet. So, uh, so did you, when, when did you finally get to talk to her and what was her, what was that
0: like? I, I think I talked, I think I talked to my wife. Um, it was after, I want to say it was maybe after batting practice. Um, after I went out, cause I went outside and we came back in, uh, had a hitters meeting and and I think it was right after that, I was able to call her real quick. I had some other (laughs) stuff to do, but she, she already knew. So she was excited. Yeah. I was just whatever, you know, I don't know what adjective you could use to explain me. Like I said, I wasn't jumping For joy. I wasn't, I was just kind of numb. So she probably didn't didn't hear the excitement in my voice, Uh, but she was really excited and, and proud for the opportunity and my son was as well so yeah it was it was good to get to just hear their voices you know and just i knew they support me so you know i wasn't worried about that but i just wanted to let them know that i, I was still there and still available you
2: know? <laughs> okay good good that's that's a big one yeah you know, I, I was thinking about i was thinking about that i was i think my wife would have probably sent me a thousand text messages where call me yeah where
0: are what's, you? what's going on <laughs> I, I had i had roughly 700 text messages from former players, just people I've known Good over boy. the years. I didn't realize I knew these this many people. and But, uh, you know, everyone was very supportive. And uh, and so I, I, I appreciate it. That was kind of overwhelming, you know, the, yeah. the, the amount of support that I, I received. And so I, it took me two days, but I, I tried to respond to everyone. I, I think I have. Wow.
2: That's a lot. Of, that's a lot of work in itself. Jeez, oh my seven hundred. Well,
0: that part was fine, but it's just that some individuals, you know, for their for them, it was just one. It was a one-on-one text. But I was yeah. looking at a whole list of just responding, and then sure. some people were starting to try to conversate, and I was like, uh, Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you can't stop down seven hundred times to carry on a conversation. Later. <laughs>
2: All right. So one of the former players you've come across is now the head of the baseball operations, Chris Young, um, and we we also talked about this yesterday. So hopefully the answer is fresh in your mind. Um, <clears throat> what what? How do you think Chris is going to do in this job?
0: Chris Chris is doing fine. Um, you know he's driven. He's motivated. Uh, he has a vision. Uh, he's very intelligent. There's nothing that you know he can't wrap his mind around and, and come up with a solution. Uh, but he's at the same time, you know, he, he leans on you know people that he trusts, uh, for advice and guidance. Uh, he, he, he's going to be just fine. Uh, I'm going to do everything I can to, to help him and support him. And, uh, you know, together we've got to, we've got to work in arm in arm and, and, and try to get things right. Um, but I feel like, you know, we, we've already made some strides. Um, as far as some things that we're doing, you know, just just getting everyone involved uh, in the clubhouse and what have you, players, everyone, everyone has been helping. So it, it takes it takes all of us to get it right. Every every person that cares and and wants to win and and wants to see uh, the Texas Rangers be relevant, uh, you know, we we've all got a part to do, and so and that's all we're asking that everyone you know do their part, and uh, if everyone you know, does their part to the best of their ability and we all gain and we all succeed. So that's kind of what it's all about. And, and Chris has that mindset. And, uh, so, you know, it's, it's, it's tough for him as well, you know, sure. uh, with JD, because they were very tight and they work really close together. And, uh, and so I can't imagine, you know, what he's feeling, uh, but I can see the, the hurt, um, on his face and, and in his, on his voice, I can hear it. Um, but no, he understands that he has a job to do. And, and I think with, as far as JD is concerned, I know what he wants us to do is continue moving forward and, uh, yeah. you know, and just get it, get the job done. That's, that's what he wants. So yeah. that's what we're going to do.
2: Have you had a chance to talk to Woody or, or, or JD?
0: Yes. Um, We've a text back and forth. We haven't spoken on the phone yet, but we we Okay, hang on just a sec, guys. We'll text him hey. for me and uh, just let know that hang on. me just everything be
1: around.
2: With. Hey Tony, hang on hang on a sec, Tony. Hey
1: Tony, hang on just a sec. Okay.
2: We had a we had a blip.
1: Yeah. Okay. You're you're back now. We had a little blip there. With I don't know if it's our end or your end, but just that question again. Huh? I said it might be, it might
2: could be a hotel. Okay. Like well, yeah. Anyway, can you repeat that answer?
1: Yeah. Just uh, <laughs> uh, uh, talking to Woody or, or or JD. Yeah.
2: You said you you said you got some text from him.
1: Oh. Have we got you, Tony? Yes.
0: Okay. JD, you got me. Yes. You want me to start over?
2: Yeah. Yeah. Just with the answer. Yeah.
0: Okay. Here we go. Yes. Uh, we and I have texted back and forth uh, multiple times. Uh, JD and I, we, we've talked, um, and, but I just wanted, you know, to let Woody know I appreciated everything he's done for me. He kept me here when he came as manager. He didn't have to do that. Uh, and he's been, he's been a great friend and uh, I've appreciated everything he's done. So, and he was the same way, he, you know, he, he gave me a thumbs up and, And told me I was the right guy to to, to lead the team. And uh, if I needed anything from him, to just reach out. So, you know, he's been outstanding uh, with me. And J.D., we talked, you know, and just, you know, we just had a conversation about, you know, how, what he's meant to me. And I appreciate him. And I'm sorry for how, you know, things turned out with him. And uh, we just had a good conversation uh, amongst the two of us. And, uh, you know, we're friends uh, first. And, uh, and then we were coworkers. So I appreciate everything it's done, but you know, both of those guys are going to remain in, in, in my life.
2: Yeah. Well, good. Then hopefully, hopefully John and I can say the same thing about it. I haven't, I've gotten text messages from him and, um, uh, yeah. but yeah, I mean, I'm shoot. I've known JD for, for 15 years and, you know, we worked together on, on do it for dirt, which, which you helped out with a couple of times we appreciate, but yeah, I mean, it, it, It takes your breath away each time it happens, and so, uh, yeah. Uh, All right, fun stuff. What, 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 what do you, what do you see with this team doing the rest of the way?
0: Well, I'm not Nostradamus, but (laughs) at the same time, I mean, (laughs) I will spit up my drink, Tony. (laughs) Yes, yesterday was the way I envisioned you know us playing. And I'm not, I'm not saying that in the sense of scoring 10 runs every night, uh, but in the sense of the energy and the way we attack the game, um, you know, that's what I envision uh, on the field. And um, obviously, you know, that starts with things that we do prior to the game and, and the messages that we send and the things that we, we deem important. And, and I thought yesterday, like Simeon, Simeon and, and Seager—they—they they set the tone. My life kind of went dim here. I don't know if that matters. No, but no Simeon and, and, and Seager set the tone for me yesterday when uh, on the first to third, and then uh, Seager followed him up going to second. I mean, I just—I just felt like that was an energy play, uh, and it was a play that when your two you know top players do it, everyone has to follow suit. And so I love you know. How they that play just gave me chill bones. Obviously we had a lot of big hits yesterday. We had timely hitting. You know, we had some good things and small ball with Bubba. Uh Bubba's always exciting. Him and Tavares, they can do things. But when when Simeon and Seager lead the way and show the team that hey, we we're gonna we're gonna get after it, that was to me, that set the tone for the whole day, and so I told I told Sim during the game so that's my favorite play of the day. That was before the game was over, so yeah. nothing could have happened in my mind to trump that, uh, because that's that's who we are. That's it was an identity play. It's like how are we going to play the game, and that set a tone. So if if I would if I would have a vision for the remainder of the season, if we could play with that type of energy and that type of urgency, then I'd be
2: satisfied. You, you mentioned Bubba. He 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 put down a bunt. I don't know if it was yesterday or, or Tuesday. It it wasn't it wasn't a great bunt. It was kind of you know the pitcher had a pretty easy track to it, mm-hmm. <laughs> and Bubba beat it. Yeah, it's like off. it's like he can get on base with a bad bunt. I mean. <laughs> it, 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 I know you don't I know you don't want him to bunt every time, but dang it. He can he can do a lot of things.
1: But that's on the defense's mind every time he yeah, comes up. Yeah.
2: He's just Absolutely. Something else. Absolutely.
0: I mean every every team plays him tight on the corners and uh you know he he may be the one guy that could bunt pretty much regularly and if he puts it in a decent spot, no matter where you're playing him, it's gonna be a difficult play to make. And so yeah, I mean, you know, yesterday's bump was like Towards the first base line, he enticed the, the first baseman to, to to commit, and then once he makes the first baseman commit, the pitchers, there's very few pitchers gonna beat him the first base. Yeah, that's right. be, if, the, yeah. if the pitcher flinches, like if he flinches, then he has no play at first. So, yeah. team's gonna have to like design a play for him uh, to combat bunting, but then that's gonna open up, you know, holes in the infield because he does hit a lot of ground balls as well. Yep. And so, yeah, so, you know. I think like the way he plays the game offensively, uh, it fits his skill set, and like uh, I mean, it's, it's 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 exciting. And man, he can if he can just get to first base, he changes uh, the whole inning. Absolutely. And because uh, he, he he affects the game with his speed, so yeah, it's exciting, man.
2: The, the thing I liked yesterday, his first at bat, he gets called out for interference on the on the throw for being not in the runner's lane. So so then the second at bat, it was like he was he immediately went to the dirt. <laughs> you know, he, I thought that, Hey man, he he learned, he learned his lesson. Yeah. I thought, Hey, that's a heady play.
0: Yeah. He's, he, you know, he, he, that, that, uh, interference, you know, running in the baseline, it's, it's, it's kind of a subjective, it's, kind of, it's the rule. It's the rule. We can't do anything about it. And we, and we all know it, but it, yeah, it happens so much, especially on plays like that. And, uh, I'm, I'm I'm hoping they kind of adjust that rule just a little bit. I mean, if there's intent or something that you just take the throwing lane away and with, with intent, or I'm sure they're going to adjust that rule at some point because it's really hard to run in that forty-five. It's kind of tough to do that.
1: Yeah.
2: Well, they. I mean, he was going to be safe anyway.
1: Yeah. Yes.
2: yeah. So that's that's the yeah. thing. They 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 rewarded the the defensive team, even though. They had been beaten. It was it, they bailed them out, and yep. so I I, I, exactly. I, I don't know, but that, yeah.
0: So that's those are the, that's the thing about that play that you know it's kind of it, it's tough. It's a tough one. I, mean, I don't really like that play. Yeah. Um, but I think because as a defender, you you got to find your throwing lane, and I mean that ball is thrown inside. I mean it's, you get rewarded for making a bad throw most of the time, right? Cause right. Sure. Yeah. The first baseman can can we can you can always get to the same side and and, and have a throwing lane. And uh, the base runner rarely takes that throwing lane away, to be honest with
2: you. Yeah. If you're a defensive team, just coach them. Yeah, just drill the runner in the back.
0: (laughs) Seems to work every
1: time.
2: So – all right. I'm done with my questions. John's got a couple more and then we'll get you out of here.
1: Yeah. Mine are the fun ones because I always, I've been dying to have you on well before any of this week happened, but uh, I always like to go into some of the fun stuff. First of all, you're from Milford, Virginia, right? You, you went to Cardinal high, Caroline high school. Is that right? Yeah. Caroline high
0: school. And I, I I'm actually, I have to say Sparta, Virginia, Sparta, Sparta, Virginia. Yeah. Because that's where, I mean, that's kind of where my location is. Um, I mean, the, the, if I want to get a little bit broader, it would be Bowling Green, Virginia. Okay. And, uh, uh-huh. But Caroline, Caroline County, is, it covers all of that. So okay. <laughs> that would probably be the best way to say it. Uh, but, yeah, that's it's a little small town in Virginia, uh, probably 30 minutes north of Richmond, Virginia.
1: Right. And we were talking about that. So yeah. I, th- I thought it might – look, I said it looks like it might be about 30 minutes from Richmond. So now did you play any other sports in high school when you were growing up?
0: No, um, my high school coach and my dad were, were real tight. Uh, they played baseball together in the Sandlock stuff. and So they they grew up together, and And he didn't allow me to play other sports. I wanted to play football really bad. So there was a time <laughs> when I kept begging to play football. My high school coach didn't want it because he'd think, oh, you get hurt, and who's going to have to play baseball? And so they allowed me to go out for – football and i went out went through practices and made the team and then kind of had to quit quit because (laughs) they were like okay you made the team it's kind of like okay you achieved it now
1: yeah yeah now get out
0: (laughs) so i didn't i didn't play i never i never played any other sport and so you know just baseball was my thing and i was kind of forced to stay in that and that uh so it's all good it, it worked, worked out. out. Yep. I guess they were they had some type of visions. So. Yeah.
1: So you ended up going to Liberty University there in Virginia. Did you have any other schools you were interested in, or was that the best one?
0: Well, this is I went to Lewisburg Junior College first, that's in okay. North Carolina. Uh, but prior to Lewisburg Junior College, I actually I have seven brothers and sisters and you know none of my um no one in my family had went to college prior to 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 me. And so in my family, immediate family. So my mom said she wanted at least one of us to go. And so I figured baseball was my ticket to, sure. to go because we mm-hmm. didn't we didn't have money. But I had a, actually had a, I was sitting in class one day and, and it was a phone call and I, I went to the uh, the guidance uh, counselor and, and it was Clemson University, it was Dave <laughs> Littlefield. Who wow. was the, he was the recruiter there at the time. And they offered me a full scholarship to come to uh, Clemson University and play baseball. And I said, no, and because, I was overwhelmed, it was a big school, I'm coming from a little tiny town, poor, and I was like afraid of a big university initially. Yeah. I just didn't, I didn't know anything about college. I had no one in my family to talk about college or have sure. experienced college. So college to me was, I don't know, I was, it was like, I knew nothing, I knew, had no idea what to expect. and so. He referred me to Lewisburg Junior College. He said, it's a smaller school. And he said, once you're done there, then come to, come to Clemson's. And so I said, okay. And that's what sent me to Lewisburg. And uh, then after graduating at Lewisburg, I had opportunity to go to Clemson's, to Kentucky, uh, to some smaller schools, and, and also into to Liberty University. They, they were all offered me full scholarships as well. I was a pitcher then, and I wanted to play the infield. And um, everyone was recruiting me to pitch. But I didn't really want to pitch because I, I figured I had no chance of playing professional baseball as a pitcher. I was too little. Right. I threw okay, but I was just too little. And so Bobby Richardson was the head coach at Liberty university. Uh, oh. you know, Bobby Richardson from the yeah. from the Yankees. Sure. Yeah. He was the head coach. And I, I went and I sat with him and we talked and uh, I was very impressed with him. Obviously he's an unbelievable man. And, um, and the school was unbelievable. The facilities were great, so I asked him. I asked him if he would allow me the opportunity to play the infield. I said, "If you, I said you were a second baseman, like you understand, you're major league great, so you know what an infielder should look like." I said, "If you would give me an opportunity in the fall to play the infield, and I said, if I'm not good enough in your eyes, then I'll pitch as much as you want me to pitch. No questions asked." I said, "If you will do that, then." You know, I'll be pretty willing to commit here to Liberty. And he gave me his word. And uh, I didn't visit, I visited one other school, Mount Olive College, that was in North Carolina. But it was kind of a. Uh, yeah. But Liberty was. And so it worked out perfectly. Uh, yeah. I came the fall and I played short. And uh, some second, but mostly shortstop. And uh, he was like, yeah, (laughs) you must my shortstop. And so I started (laughs) playing shortstop. All right. And then I would come in late and pitch to finish out games. So uh, so that worked out.
2: Yes. That's a pretty small world, Dave Littlefield.
0: Yeah, that's cool. It is. And then I ended (laughs) up, he was with the Pirates when I was there. So he ended up being my boss. You know, yeah. when I was coaching in the pirate, pirate organizations, it, baseball is such a small world.
2: Well, yeah. then Scott, Scott says Ranger Scout.
0: God is with us. Yeah, as yeah, As a scout, we
1: already know you've beat cancer. We already know you can sing like nobody else. <laughs> but I asked this question to all of them: Is what is something that nobody knows about Tony Beasley? Uh, some answers we've had, which have been fun, like Jack Lyder hates peanut butter. Uh, you know, there's some of the. Brock, Brock Burke, The Sleepwalker. The Sleepwalker, which, you know, Brock he, Burke. Yeah, that a- was my biggest claim to fame. I found that out. What is something that nobody knows about Tony Beasley besides you beat cancer and that you can sing like nobody else?
0: He's a lumberjack. What in the, off, in the off season? Yeah, I can put a chainsaw in my hand and cut a tree down and drive heavy equipment like the weather. Yeah, I, I do that. The, I do that every off season with my brothers. Really? No kidding. Yeah, Believe it or not,
1: I've got to take, take a tree out of my backyard. I, well, he knows we're about to put a pool in, so I got to take one out. So I may have to hire Beasley after the off season.
0: <laughs> okay. All
1: right, Tone. Hey, Tony, we're going to we're gonna get you out of here. Thanks so much for joining us today. From I know you take time. It's a busy week. You're now in charge of running that team. And for stopping down and doing this and getting up early for us, we really appreciate it, buddy.
0: Thank you, John. Thank you, Jeff. You guys have a great
1: day. All right, you too. That's interim manager Tony Beasley from Minnesota. Rangers are taking on Twins this weekend. When we come back, we're going to go down in the bus leagues. Thanks, Tony.
2: Roxo Media House is a streaming and production company located in
1: Fort Worth, Texas. From video to podcast production and social media broadcasting, Roxo Media House strives to deliver a dynamic media experience for clients and fans. With 15 shows, we have something for the whole family. Join the Roxo Media community today. All right, guys, it's time to go down in the bus leagues. Big thanks to Tony Beasley for stopping down to talk to us. That was pretty cool. Yeah, you know,
2: he's had a hell of a week. All right, his his life got turned upside down on Monday. Absolutely. And then it, you know, it, and then Wednesday it happened again. You know, and I know John Daniels wasn't in the locker room in the clubhouse all the time, but uh, the guy who hired him and brought him here uh, uh, was John Daniels. Chris Woodward has uh, kept him around, as, as he said. Uh, but but uh, you know, it's it's been uh, it's been a tough week for him. And not only did he come on, he wore a damn collared shirt. Yeah, you know, and, a lumberjack and, shirt. And, <laughs> but, but look, I you know, one thing that that I pre- I've pressed I pressed Chris Young on this, and I talked to Tony about it too. Tony wants to be here regardless of what happens, whether he's the manager or not. He wants to be here, and Chris Young said, "Yeah, I, if Tony, you know, basically, if Tony I, wants I, to be here, I can't I can't imagine doing this without Tony Beasley in the in the organization." So, um, anyway. Thanks, Tony. Uh, you you really didn't have Absolutely. to do that, and, and in the craziest maybe the craziest week of, of your professional life. I don't know, but um, that's the kind of guy he is. He yeah, that's down to who he is. To us. Yeah, so. Anyway, uh, all right, let's go. Let's get on. Let's the bus. Get, let's
1: get down in the bus leagues. We're gonna start out, guys. Start out in, in low A. Well, ACL anything big at the Arizona no, Complex leagues? I
2: mean, no, I think their season's winding
1: down. Yeah, these are the They're babies. Still, still a good team. They are good. Yeah. Lots of good young Latin players that are playing there, yeah, and they yeah. are just tearing it up. Let's go down to Down East. They're fifty-seven and fifty-four overall. They're twenty-four and twenty-one the second half, guys. Uh, seven and three in their last ten games. Won the last two. Uh, Jojo Blackman. I yeah, mean, yeah, that's
2: that's interesting. He made his he made his uh, full season de- debut. He was the Eleventh uh, round pick in last year's draft. We saw him at uh, the fall instructs. Yeah he he was at instructs. He he was on the the tour for Texas. Um, you know he, he was right there. He was right there. He's you know buddies with Collie and Muller and so it, it was kind of uh, interesting that he didn't go out when they did. I guess he had to work on a couple of things. Uh, when I was in Arizona, <clears throat> um, he made an unbelievable catch. I mean, this guy can go get it, and and he's got some power. He's not a the biggest. He had a guy home run at you
1: uh, had, he had, he
2: had to that game.
1: Oh, and that's right. It he
2: he has got he has got some some sneaky pop. So and he can run. Yeah, he's 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 a he's a guy to keep an eye on for next year. He's he seems like he's in, in a, a talented guy. Uh, anyway, but yeah, so he, he made his debut. I think I think it was last night, Thursday night. might have been Wednesday. Um, yeah, they they still pitch pretty well at at <laughs> Downey's. Yeah. Uh, so that's, but, but look, when the ACL season ends, you might see some guys going. You might see I would say, Anthony Gutierrez, uh, Jason Moroble. Um, yeah, Jason
1: Moroble was another one that was,
2: and then, uh, maybe, maybe Cueva, Daniel Cueva, who's um, tearing
1: up ACL too. Yeah.
2: And, and, you know, so is, uh, Glider Figueroa. Um, so I wouldn't be surprised if all four of those guys actually went, but, um, I would be shocked if Gutierrez didn't go.
1: Yep. All right. We'll go to Hickory. High A, fifty-nine and fifty-two overall. Twenty-one and twenty-four. Their second in the second half. Six and four in their last ten. They've won three in a row. Uh, Mason Engler, Good lord. Yeah. He's I mean he's like like in thirty-one innings. He's only given up six hits or something yeah, like he's, that. It's he's crazy. he's on a
2: roll, you know. And he nineteen
1: he, scoreless or something.
2: He was the first seven innings of that uh, no that no hitter. No-hitter. Um, and six yesterday. Yeah. Look, I yeah i he's i think he's done all he can do at at, at hickory right i think he needs to be uh, finished the season at frisco uh the games are winding down uh but it'd be nice to get him a couple starts
1: i tell you what he come on the show and then all of a sudden he can't nobody That's right. can hit him That's right. i don't know what to say um you know i don't know what to say evan carter is jumped up on all the, the rankings they're starting to take notice of <sighs> evan carter
2: yeah yeah uh Two two years too late, but um,
1: <laughs> after they gave him all kinds of crap about yeah, taking
2: it, yeah, um, yeah, Baseball America came out with its uh, top one hundred list. I don't know, ten days ago, uh, Evan Carter is forty three, the highest ranked of the Rangers prospects. Yeah, I'll him. <laughs> yeah, and and then they did their organizational rankings, and he's he's Baseball America says he's the Rangers top prospect. Look, he's he's still nineteen for about ten more days, nine more days, um, and and you know he's he started out very well kind of went through a swoon and now he's trending back up again i mean he this is his first full season i know Absolutely. last last year he got hurt after 19th? only like right after only 106 uh plate appearances or at bats i don't remember which one it was but um this is a this is a guy who's super talented he can do it all he really can
1: if you you guys got to see him up close and and this is a 19 year old kid you know when you were 19 <clears throat> you didn't fill out yet He's 6'4. He's skinny. He's gonna fill out. Yeah. It's that stuff's gonna hit. And that power that he's already showing is gonna really this is a this 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 is a talented dude. Yeah. Let's see where he lands on the Rangers today, top twenty prospects when I get mine all together. Okay, we got to go to Frisco, fifty nine and fifty two overall. Twenty three and nineteen, second half, three and seven in their last ten. They're getting injured. They've yeah. lost a couple.
2: Yeah, uh Dustin Harris. And they're not major injuries. No, Dustin Harris just- had a little uh uh pfft. Jammed wrist or something like that. Aaron Zavala hurt his knee making a sliding catch. Owen White's throwing again, but his in, innings are going to be limited the rest of the way. Uh, uh, on a good point, it looks like our, our good buddy Cody Bradford has has kind of is trending the right way. He's right. Had, he, he you know he's made every start, which is significant. You know, right. it's important to post get your innings in, learn while you're doing it. Uh, he he's put a he's had some starts where he's had some pretty. Big ugly numbers, but uh, he's he's definitely trending the right way. His, his start uh, Thursday night was re- was really good.
1: Yep, he's looked good. Uh, Lighter again is just kind of doing the same thing. Yeah, I, I, it's but more it's about
2: been, control it's, for him. It's been better though. Yep. Um I, I think that's evident. It's it's been better, and uh, um, so yeah.
1: Yep. Go to A, Round Rock. They're sixty and fifty-four overall. Five and five in their last ten. <laughs> They've lost a couple. How do you not talk about Josh Young?
2: Yeah, well, you know he um, has been great. There's just there's <laughs> no other way to talk about him. I mean, he's been more than it's like great. He's
1: still he's, in the Arizona Complex League. He's but he's, he's, in he's been it. better. Yeah,
2: here, at Round Rock than he was in, in Arizona. Got another um, hit last night. Uh, two hits last night. Yeah, yeah. double. Um, yeah, I look. You know, he's he he he's will hitting, make his big league debut. He's hitting four twenty four. His OPS is fourteen something. Um, it's eight games. And I know I know everybody's like, oh well, he's ready. You know, you got to call him up. Uh, and 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 Chris Young and, and Tony Beasley have both said, well, this is his spring training. Right. And then people are like, oh well, you know, he, he played in the complex league. He's already got 60 at bats. Man, nobody gets 60 at bats in, 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 spring training. That was Look, against 18 and 19. Nobody's guys. nobody's coming off. He, he's coming off a major procedure. Right. right. I know it's not his throwing arm. But, he wasn't supposed to play defense this year. Right. That's and, what they told right, us. Right, right. All right. He he said the other night, I wasn't even supposed to play this year.
1: Right. All right.
2: So, the, the Chris Young explained that the Rangers have him on an injury progression. You know, he's got certain things he's got to check off. Because when he gets here, he's going to play every day.
1: Absolutely There's is. not going
2: to be any rest, all right? Right. right. And, and, and in Triple A, they don't play seven days in a row. Right. They don't They're play off 12 every Monday. days in a row. They're right. off one day a week, guaranteed. Right. Uh. So, they... Want to see him do some things now? There is out there the conspiracy theory, and it may not be a conspiracy that they're waiting until the point where he won't lose his rookie status uh, going into next year, because uh, the C- the CBA, you know, if 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 a team does not manipulate a player's service time and starts him on opening day, and he finishes wins the rookie of the year, or finishes in the top three, I can't remember. Uh, they get a draft pick and it also helps him the player out financially right um so there's a, there's a conspiracy uh, cuz that's all twitter is that that that's what hap- is is happening and and you know what i mean i, I can see it i can definitely sure. see it now chris young said we haven't even thought about that um you know i i will take it i'll what take it i'm going to take him at his word all right but um it's going to happen it's it's going to happen but you just you know, be patient.
1: Absolutely. And, and I think for the days to match, it's like next Wednesday or something like that, that it would be going into next year. It wouldn't do that. But, you know, if he's, look, if he goes two for four for the next four nights and with Monday off or whatever and goes through the weekend and he's doing exactly what he's doing going into next Wednesday or Thursday, you can start really crying for it then. He does need to I, – I have no problem with him still at AAA yeah. through the weekend going into next week.
2: Well, you know, and, and if you look at the schedule – uh, the Rangers schedule. They're they're home. They're okay, they're on the road now. Uh, they they come back home one, uh, next one, next week Wednesday night. Uh, so they'll be home Thursday, which I think is the 26th, 20... maybe 5th. No, 26th would be a week from today. Okay. So it'd be the 24th. Um, and then they go back out on the road. They're only they're only home for like 5 days. Right. Cuz then they play September 1st when going can expand in Boston. Now, do you want Josh Young to make his major league debut on the road, or at home? Or do you want him to make it at home? So, do you want to have him for the next homestand, or do you want to wait until after that next road trip, which is uh, what, they're in Boston from the first to the uh, fourth, then yeah. they go to then they go to Houston for three, and then they come home. So, yeah. I w- I'm going to predict that it's either the next homestand or it's not until after. The Houston series on unless the road. an injury happened. Yeah, unless, unless yeah, if somebody but, goes down. And but they that's need that's just kind of if I'm going to be con- conspiratorial like everybody else is, then that's that's those are my two. You feelings. heard it
1: right here next Thursday. Josh Young will make his. <laughs> that's a, th- and you know what I've I've seen some people say that too. When the Tigers come into town, that's probably a, a good chance if he's still doing what he's doing. Hey, look and and don't be surprised <laughs> if he starts sputtering now and he has a few O for threes, O for fours, or whatever. He may stay till the September first. And, fran- and
2: frankly, the Rangers kind of want to see that. Sure. They want to see, you know, they want to see if teams start making adjustments against. Them, sure. You know, and 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 how he handles those adjustments, because if they're if if they're adjusting right now, they're not adjusting enough. You know. No, they, they're not. They just need to start holding up four. Or fingers. he
1: is that good.
2: Yeah, I mean, I, Rangers I, that's, haven't
1: that's, had a young stud that. Well, and I'm not saying he's that guy, but they haven't had a guy in a while that's come up here and been the all star perennial yeah, super bad no, guy. And
2: he's he's got that potential. He you does. Know, he does. It, yeah.
1: it, it, over Duran, over Smith, Josh Young has more upside. He is yeah. the guy they want to be the third baseman.
2: He has more upside, he has a higher floor, he's he's
1: he's a baseball rat.
2: Yeah, and and you know, when we talked to Chris Young yesterday, they are counting on him for next year. Yeah, That's we, a bat they're going to add to the When line. they go into their offseason planning, they are expecting Josh Young to be the third <laughs> baseman, He's, bottom line.
1: Well, and, you know, I was toying around, and I threw out a, you know, what if this lineup? I was, you know, me, I do my dreamer stuff. I totally forgot about Garver. Garver yeah. coming back, too. Sure. There's a couple of bats that are coming back to this lineup that are good bats. I I mean, Garver, you can say what you want. Garver's a good bat in the lineup, especially at a catcher, if that's what he ends up every day doing. And that's what he wants to do. He wants to be a catcher. He can also play first. Um, So this lineup, look, they still need to go get another bat. They need to probably get a free agent, left fielder, something to that effect. Although they've got a dang good outfield right now. Yeah. I mean, defensively. It's crazy good. And, and, uh, and look, one of Smith, Duran, uh, uh, Bubba, one of those guys is likely going to be a part of something where they're gonna, yeah, going can be they're going to end up in another organization. That's my prediction.
2: No, and and you know Ray, Ray Davis when he was
1: <laughs> talking about yeah. talking
2: about well, I, I you will know, hold my tongue, but yeah, um, he also said that they have money to spend, but they're not going to spend as much as last year. All right. right, but he wants to get two starting pitchers and a big bat. Right. All right, you're gonna to have to you need to spend what you spent last year to get that. Sure. So if you're
1: gonna spend free agent wise.
2: Right. The other way to do it is by a trade. Right. And so you know you get prospects to trade prospects and then so. Um, Look what yeah. Atlanta's doing. Yeah, I would ex- I would expect that um, you'll some of these some of these guys. I don't think Evan Carter will be one of them, but some of these guys who are who are on uh, on these. You know, top thirty lists. You, they won't. They'll, they'll. be on somebody else's top thirty list next year.
1: I believe so too. Yeah, I believe that's going to happen. Atlanta. What I'm saying, Atlanta's going out and extending all their rookies. I mean, right. they're just they're locking these guys down one year. That you know, we wasn't that experiment done with Rugnet Door where they yeah. kind of did that early on him? But you know what? to each. They can't all up. be
2: winners. Yeah. <laughs>
1: they can't all be winners. That's right. Guys, I think that's it. We've had a long one today. Yeah. And, uh, it, and and rightly so. This has been a big week. Tony Beasley came on and joined us. That was amazing. Sorry for the technical guys there a little bit. We got we had a little bad connection for a little bit. That's always a problem, but uh, we're going to be back at it next week. Let's tell them how they can get this stuff.
2: All right. RangersToday.com. five ninety nine a month. $35 for six months.
1: $60 for
2: a year. $60 for a year. Um, hey. Look, I cover the team. I've covered the team for 15 years, so uh,
1: every day too. I and still I mean-
2: treat it like a beat. So um, get out there, and uh, uh, if you want good, cheap Rangers coverage, that's it's, it's uh, the best bang for your buck out there. And then we have this show, right? All right, um, hit the you, you YouTube see the, channel. You see, yeah, you need to subscribe to the to to our show, uh, so you don't miss anything. Share it
1: with friends. This is free. Yeah.
2: Yeah, this is free. Yeah, YouTube won't cost you anything, and you see this uh, line scrolling across the bottom. That's how to follow me and John on social media. Yeah, uh, it's got it's got the it's got the website information. So everything you need is right here in this little screen. And um, but yeah,
1: yeah, follow mo- follow both of us. We've also yeah. got a we've also got a Twitter account for this show. Follow yep. that too, because stuff's going to come out on there, guys. These articles are going to come out on there. All of it's going to come out if you follow that. So you're going to get it in your inbox. Rangers today comes to my inbox every yeah, morning. yeah, Because um, yeah. I pay for my subscription too. And then it comes to my box every morning with my cup of coffee. But this stuff, we'll have it out on all the Twitter accounts it comes out too. I mean, every day you're going to have breaking news every day is going to be coming.
2: Yeah. I mean, October is going to be a nuts. So uh, brace yourselves and get a subscription because you you don't want to miss it. Thanks.
1: Well, guys, we're going to get out of here. It's been a long one. It's been a good one. We'll be back at it next week. we got a couple of things lined up. Until then, we'll see you at the yard.
0: Roxo Media House.